0: Visit RobertHalf.com today.
1: Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. It's Masters Week, question mark, is what we've been going with. But it is time to (laughs) relive some crazy Masters facts. And to do that, I've brought in two of my favorite fact guys. Easy facts, guys. Kyle Porter at Kyle Porter CBS, who is obviously one of the best. Welcome in, sir. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm uh, yeah. just question marks all over the place this week. But I do have some state. I have some period facts. I've got some some statements to make.
3: Kyle's excited. He now has more time to save up for the Augusta National merchandise. Uh, He's got a few more months to increase his budget. (laughs) (laughs) and that's sean martin senior editor
1: for pgatour.com who i uh, know he's got some crazy master facts to drop on us isn't that right that's a lot of pressure i hope i can (laughs) live up to it okay for the record we have not like figured out what crazy means it's whatever it means in your own brain Jacob, producer Jacob, I'm sure has some crazy stuff. I've got like some normal crazy stuff. So we'll see where all of us kind of align with that. But it is Masters Week. Uh, Ian Poulter coming later. We we did an episode where we ranked all of Tiger's Masters victory, victories. Um, it's a lot of fun. So let's jump into this, gentlemen. Uh, we do guests first here. So Sean Martin, uh, you get to go first with your first crazy Masters fact.
3: All right. I'm going to start with one that people already know about, but put a new twist on it. Uh... Gene Sarazen making an albatross on 15 on Sunday to get into a playoff. I think we just kind of gloss over it. We've heard it times. But if you really think about that shot, if it happened in the social media era of a guy <laughs> holding out a forward on 15 on Sunday to get into a playoff. Um, but my fact is the guy he beat in the playoff was Craig Wood. Uh, Craig is the only player other than Greg Norman to lose a playoff at all four majors. This was his run heading into that 1935 Masters where Gene Sarazen holds the albatross on him. He lost a playoff in the 1933 British Open. He lost the 1934 Masters by one. He lost the 1934 PGA on the second extra hole of the championship match. And then he gets beat uh, by Gene Sarazen in the playoff after the shot heard around the world, the albatross on 15. So Craig Wood before getting just dunked on by Gene Sarazen, his finishes in majors were second, second, DQ, second, and then another second to Gene Sarazen. I couldn't find out what the DQ was caused by. Uh my archives didn't go back that far, but basically four consecutive second place finishes in majors.
2: Second, second, DQ, second sounds like the Patrick Reed special. <laughs>
1: uh, if it's if it's second second W D
3: second, then it's the Louis Oosthazen special, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? I Louis,
1: mean,
3: Louis Oosthazen also made an Albatross at the unfortunately then lost in a playoff. Yeah, and he's got the career second place Grand Slam, right? But he
1: didn't do it all in a playoff. That's that's like Louis on 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 steroids.
3: Yeah, just Craig Wood, and my boy, Greg Norman. He finally won two majors in 1941, but uh definitely a heartbreaking stretch there
2: finally won two majors in 1941 can you name the other two albatrosses at augusta sean no uh bruce devlin on number eight in 1967 and jeff maggard on number
1: 13 in 1994 wow so four total right four total wow yeah uh kyle well you can parlay that into your crazy masters fact number one okay My number one crazy masters fact. So I
2: went back and looked at how many attempts it's taken for guys to win their first masters. Fuzzy Zeller. So so, yeah. So three. (laughs) (laughs) You're just throwing names out. So (laughs) so three people have done it on their first try. That was the first two masters and that which Sean just referenced, and then Fuzzy in nineteen seventy-nine. The most common one is on the fourth try. Patrick Reed was the most recent guy to do that. And then once you get past 15, so Marco Mira did it on his 15th try, which is a lot. Nobody's done it on 16. Nobody's done it on their 17th try. Nobody's done it on their 18th try. Sergio Garcia did it on his 19th try at Augusta National. He is far and away, uh, has played the most before winning his first ever.
3: Which, by the way, I hate to say it, but then life is coming fast at Rory McElroy.
2: Oh yeah, we'll I thought we that. I thought we agreed to not bring that up.
1: <laughs> Rory's got to be at what eleven or twelve, something like that. I don't know if anybody has it handy. It's got to be something close to that, right? I think it's I think in it's two, twelve. Yeah, in two thousand nine was the first one. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's pretty good. All right. How about this one? I like to I like to always look back at the at the money because you see how much the game has changed over the years. So Jack Nicholas made 37, excuse me, 37 cuts in 45 starts at the Masters. He won it six times. He had 15 top five finishes for a grand total of seven hundred and forty eight thousand three hundred and fifty nine dollars, which is like. To put that into perspective, this year at the Greenbrier, Tom Hoagie made more than that for his solo second place finish. So six, six wins, 15 top fives, 37 cuts is basically less than what
3: Tom Hoagie got for solo second at this year's Greenbrier. If I can go back to the money real quick, and my boy Craig Wood, Craig birdied 18 <laughs> to go up by three while Sarazen was in the 15th fairway. Bobby Jones, it said, had already made out the $1,500 winner's check to Craig Wood, which makes it literally sound like he pulled out his pocketbook, uh, pulled out his checkbook, signed a $1,500 check over to Craig Wood and was just waiting to hand it to him. Uh, he, he never he received.
2: Might, he might have. That might be what he actually did.
3: It's, it's what it sounds like. It's paying out of his pocket. Yeah, it honestly does sound
1: exactly like that. Um, All right, gentlemen, we're going to hop back into uh, fun, crazy Masters Facts. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park
3: Foundation.
1: And we're back. Okay, we've talked a little bit of money. We've talked about a little bit of Albatro Albatrosses? Albatri? What's the plural of albatross? Probably albatrosses. Al- oh, yeah, I like also- Albatri better. Albatry sounds a lot better. Uh, Sean Martin, uh, hit us with your next crazy Masters fact.
3: This one, I feel like takes a a second to absorb, but uh, I use it fairly often. Uh, Tiger Woods was the reigning U.S. amateur champion when he won the Masters by 12 strokes.
1: I'm absorbing this. Hold on, let me think about
3: this. So it would be be as if it would be as if Victor Hovland won last year's Masters by 12.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> if he had, if Tiger had not turned pro He wouldn't have been in the field As the US Amateur Champion So just basically it was like Six or seven months after he'd won his US Amateur
1: That's it's, unbelievable It's the best stat It's so good That's really actually so insane I mean that night Oh god that, we, we did the, we did the, the Masters victories that, that 1997 victory Kyle was like Game changing, mind blowing Everything in between But I, we did not mention that little tidbit That's a really good one so, who
2: did they, Sean? Who do they pair him with? Because you usually get, uh, well, I guess he would, did he play with, with, I think uh, they still Fowler? paired him with
3: Faldo. I think he okay. still played with Faldo, yeah. Okay. Wow.
1: That's yeah, good. That's, Kyle, you have to follow that one. I don't know how you're
3: going to do That's a good
2: one. I got another Tiger one. So, this is all time <laughs> scoring average at Augusta National. You have to have played 30 rounds. So, this is, this is current, up to date 2020. Uh, Tiger, 70.8 is the all time leader in scoring average at Augusta National. Phil seventy one point three, Jason Day is third, also at seventy one point three. Ricky Fowler is fourth, seventy one point five, and then Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy are both also at seventy one point five. I thought that was interesting, just because, I mean, some of that you get a little penalized if you're somebody Nicholas or Gary Player who played there for fifty years and you're not shooting. 67s when you're 72 years old. But I thought it was interesting that Jason Day and Rick Fowler were both inside
1: that top four there. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm going to call an audible then because I've got like, I've got like uh, six or seven of these. So I'm going to go with a scoring average one, Kyle. Um, I'm going with round one scoring average. And this is a minimum of four starts. There are two men tied with the best round one scoring average, 69 and a half. They're Jordan. George- Spieth, obviously. And Charlie Hoffman, also obviously. Yeah, of but course. But here, here, here are the results, though. Spieth goes six starts, one win, four top fives. Charlie Hoffman goes six starts, only one top ten. Uh, so obviously starting hot on a Thursday is not necessarily a, a prerequisite or correlating to success because Charlie Hoffman, uh, while owning the best round one scoring average uh, in Masters history tied with Jordan Spieth, he only has one top ten to show for it. But he always plays in like the final group on Sunday, which I guess is kind of cool.
2: I saw the the best tweet from today was uh, Charlie Hoffman's probably gonna uh, cure the COVID nineteen pandemic on Thursday <laughs> if you give him give him enough time
1: on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> he can do anything. He can do anything. Um,
3: all right, Sean Martin, back to you. All right. Um... The original plans for Augusta National had 36 bunkers in them. Bobby Jones and Alistair McKenzie decided that was too many, so they went with 22 bunkers uh, in the original design, which is just obviously barely more than one per hole. Uh, just an interesting quote to thought from Dr. McKenzie on bunkers. Uh, I appreciate this one. Golfers play for pleasure, and surely they should not be subjected to the annoyance and irritation of searching for lost balls. Alistair McKenzie hated looking for a golf ball. I think it's something we can all... Uh, appreciate as well and then it is often possible to make a hole sufficiently interesting with one or two bunkers at the most so just a little insight into some of the philosophy behind Alistair mckenzie building a golf course that challenges obviously the best players in the world but also is very pleasurable for the uh, select average golfers who get to play it as well
2: How many many of those bunkers did you find whenever you played?
3: Uh, I had trouble with the front of seven. I finally tried to pick it up. (laughs) Those are deep bunkers. I can get
1: behind any golf course architecture that says, you know what, less bunkers. Let's do that. That is, uh, I'm all for that. For sure. Uh, Kyle.
2: Okay, this is one of my favorites. I've got... I we I could go like a 100 of these but I'll choose this one. Uh, so the year after Tiger won by 12 in 1997, he got beat by Jack Nicholas in 1998. Jack Nicholas in 1998
3: was what 60 yeah.
2: 58 58. So I so Nicholas right. Nicholas beats him by 2 in 1998. He shot a 283, he was 5 under. Tiger shot a 285. He was three under. And this is what Rick Riley wrote about it for Sports Illustrated. Uh, he said, Out he came, Old St. Nicholas on Easter morning, birding, which is just so good. That's Riley, a great
1: line. I, whatever you say after this is like already awesome. <laughs> Riley
2: was he, was, he was awesome back in the day. Uh, so, Old, old St. Nicholas on Easter morning, uh, birding four of the first seven holes and tilting the course so much his way that everybody else was left at the MCI galleries, friends and family only. In the group group ahead of him, uh, Tiger Woods was learning what it's like to play next to a tornado. There were so many roars, we had to back off like every shot Woods said after Sunday's round. I thought that was just such a, you know, in the year after Tiger basically takes over the sport for Nicholas to beat him at that age, uh, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's almost unfathomable for that to happen. I mean, who's... I, I can't even think of somebody who's like 58 playing in in I don't know what's Jose Maria Otajobe, so some, somebody like that, VJ somebody, VJ Singh, you know somebody in that range uh, beating, uh, you know the the the, the mass the runaway Masters winner from the year before. It just doesn't even seem feasible.
3: It'll also be Tiger contending in the 2034 Masters.
1: Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's another way to look at it. When his when his son wins by twelve the year prior <laughs> when Charlie wins by twelve and then Tiger has to Tiger has to go out and shoot five that had to have been Jack's I mean, he never shot better than that after that, Because right? he played he played until two thousand five, I think was his last, right? So it would have been what, seven more years. He finished at five under for the week. That had to be like his last best run at this, I imagine. Yeah.
2: Maybe, maybe even overall at majors, I would, I would think that had to be like his last top. I can't remember what he finished. I'll look it up right now. While, while you go, oh, I got it right here. So, to uh, ninety-eight, he finished T six at the Masters, which was his first top ten anywhere since the nineteen ninety Masters at major championships. Wow! And he never had anything better after that. He never had any anything inside the top forty
1: after that. He was fifty-eight years old at the masters. Wow. Absolutely wild stuff. Um I'm I'll go with mine quick but then I I mean I've got more. We can do some honorable mentions. Kyle probably has some more. I don't know how many you brought with you, Sean, but um here here's one that I have. Uh only two golfers so this is more recently. Only two golfers have played in all of the last 10 Masters and and made the cut in all 10 of them. Uh, the two players are Adam Scott and Matt Kuchar. So that means I think Rory's nine for 10. He missed a cut, but the record for most starts while never missing a cut is 13. Any guesses on who that could possibly be? It's, I would have never guessed this in a million years. So this is a, this is a, a fool's errand of you guys trying to guess this. I think it's Steve Stricker. Incorrect.
3: Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Bernhard longer. I feel like he just answered every random master's trivia question. <laughs>
1: Johnny Palmer, who did not miss a cut from 1942 to 1957. He didn't play every year, uh, but 13 in a row, Steve Stricker was up there though, Kyle. I don't know of the numbers in front of me, but it was something I remember seeing his name on that list. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's, there's always a couple answers to questions like, oh, uh, tiger, Bernhard Langer. (laughs) If you, if you, if you guess those, you're like, you know, 50% of all golf trivia you just nailed. Um. Okay, do we have any? I, I've got like other honorable mentions, kind of wackier ones, but what, else, uh, Kyle, you've got some over there, don't you?
2: Yeah, I've got, uh, let's go with this. The, uh, where is it? The, the original annual dues for members at Augusta National. So annual dues for members. Any guesses on that?
1: What uh, I, year was this? This would have been $30. $60. Oh, man. <laughs> don't you wish you could pay $60? <laughs> to be, be nice. a member a year yeah it's crazy what is that in the inflation calculator we'll have to throw that in what year was that
2: That uh, it's early 1930s
3: it was right. the thing was it was very shortly after the depression and they were fairly yeah. desperate for members so yeah they were trying to make it as appealing as possible $60 John, $60 in
1: 1930 would be $933 today still a steal take I'd my pay money that.
3: Yeah, I'd pay that too.
1: (laughs) I'd pay that. Uh, Sean, you got any others there? You want me to go through my wacky ones?
3: I got one. I kind of tipped my hand on who it is, but Tiger obviously won the 1997 and 2019 Masters. That's 22 years apart. Only one other player made the cut in both of those Masters, and that was Bernard Longer.
1: That's brilliant. I didn't know where you were going with that, but that's brilliant. Um, How about this? Arnold Palmer's career Masters earnings in Arnold Palmer's in Arizona, uh, iced tea, Arnold Palmer, 69,923 drinks. If they're all $1.99. So you can do the math, but that is if you convert his earnings to Arnold Palmer drinks, 69,923
2: of them. That's that's incredible.
1: We're, we're deep. We're deep in this now. (laughs) Okay. I've got, I've got one here. Uh, so
2: during world war II, Cattle and turkeys used to graze the fairways and greens at Augusta National because, I mean, this is kind of to Sean's point. Augusta National needed the revenue from allowing the animals on the course. World War II. Wow.
1: That's crazy, right? That reminds me of this is a completely different topic, but like something like that is with Notre Dame, too. Like, Notre Dame, like Navy saved Notre Dame during World War II or something like that and kept them afloat. And that's why they still play each other in college football every year. It's like this repayment of you took on our students or you took, I forget what the story is, but there's something like that. And that's what that reminds me of. And that's why they play every year.
2: Yeah. it's It's pretty wild just to look back on, you know, where some of these events were in you know, it's not even a hundred years ago to where they are now, just being just, just how much money is involved now, you know?
1: And now I guess we're like the, the, the things that are going to happen in the next couple of months or a couple of years are going to be trivia questions and fun facts, like 50, 60, 70 years from now. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be like, what year was the masters played in November? And it's gonna be like, Oh, why did that happen? Twenty twenty. COVID-19, <laughs> right? Like this is going to be, yeah. we're, we're in the era where these are going to be trivia questions. Think about that. For sure. Who won the Masters twice in six months? Tiger Woods. He won both. He won three <laughs> in three in 18 months or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> Rory McIlroy. Rory uh, McIlroy. Uh, cool. Any, anything else? Uh, crazy Masters facts. Producer Jacob wanted us to find out, I don't know if this is actually true, how much the entire menu cost. 60 bucks. Is that true? Or did he make that number up?
2: It's the same as your annual dues in 1933.
1: (laughs) You could get everything on the menu. I love it. I love it. Uh, Anything else, gentlemen, before we wrap up shop here?
3: I'm good. Thank you for having me. Sean
1: Martin, senior editor, PGA Thanks for joining us. Kyle Porter at Kyle Porter, CBS. Thank you for joining us as usual. This has been the first cut, but there is plenty more to come. Lots of stuff, for Masters Week. CBS also going nuts. They're opening up the vault. Saturday, rewatch 1975 Masters where Jack beats Johnny Miller and Tom Weiskopf. Saturday, Phil leaps into the history books. See what I did there? 2004 Masters. And Sunday, last year, return to glory. Tigers 2019 Masters win. Uh, I'm Rick Amon at Rick Run Good. We'll talk to you next time.